This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hegestilianos. As a teaching pastor for almost 30 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. Pastor Ray directs the powerful truths in this four-day message. You are always on his mind, specifically to the listener growing impatient or perhaps discouraged, waiting for God to meet that need or answer that prayer. This sometimes doubting Christian might even ask, is God even hearing my prayer or has he simply forgotten all about me? Am I even on his mind? In response, Pastor Ray brings to life the God of the Hebrew people in Deuteronomy, those who are the apple of his eye, and to whom he proclaims, know without doubt and understand that the Lord your God, he is God, the faithful God, who is keeping his covenant and his loving kindness to a 1,000 generations with those who love him and keep his commandments. Because God is that serious about blessing his children, there can be no doubt that, yes, you are always on his mind. Open in your Bibles to Isaiah, the 49th chapter, and I was just meditating on some thoughts today, and I just wanted to share a little bit of my meditations. Can I share a little bit of my meditations with you tonight? And I was just thinking about people, just really thinking about myself over the course of my life. I was actually watching a program this morning, and there was a couple people just talking about all the good things that God was doing in their lives, and there was a couple things, and, and I thought back to my own life and my own experience. And I remember that there was a time in my life when, you know, maybe I was believing God for something or waiting on the Lord to do something for me. Anybody here waiting on God to do something for you? You know, oh, wow, I've got a lively audience, a a congregation tonight waiting on God to do something. And uh, I can remember feeling, and I'm just going to, I'm just going to be human with you tonight. Can I be real? Can I be human with you? It's it's okay. We don't have to come to church and, and be fake. We can be real. God, God loves us, you know, when we're real. So let's be real. And uh, I can remember at times in my life feeling forsaken. Anybody? Like, Lord, where are you? Now, I know I'm not. You know you're not. But there are times where you, you get the feeling of having been forsaken. Like, how much longer do I have to stay in this situation? Or how much longer is it going to take, you know, for this thing to work itself out? And there have been many times in the course of my life when you're standing and you're praying and you're believing and you're doing all the things that are right. And you have the tendency sometimes to, you know, if you're not careful, to think that God has forsaken you. Wow, I got one yip. Not a name. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Now, it's okay to be real. You know, some say, well, that's a bad confession. I don't want to admit that. You know, get over it. Just get over it. You're trying to be too spiritual, and that's why you can't get anything done. Very first, very first thing about being spiritual is be real. Spiritual people are real. We admit, you know, we, we do go through times of doubt. We do go through times of question. You know, you wouldn't be human. You wouldn't be real if you didn't question. I mean, you know, God doesn't expect you to be perfect. I mean, sometimes we go along trying to hold it together. And uh, the the more we try to hold it together, the more we fall apart. Anybody know know what that feels like? And sometimes it's, it's better to just fall apart at the feet of Jesus and say, Lord, I don't understand some things. 
I, I feel a little forsaken. I, I was talking to one brother this week, and he's battling a, battling a grave illness in, in his life. But he's, he's had nothing but good reports right along. But he was hoping for an even better report. But he didn't get quite the report that he was believing for or quite the report that he was expecting. But he got a good report. He didn't get a bad report. Moving in the right direction, but not totally uh, where he wants to be. How many of you are moving in the right direction, but you're not totally where you want to be? Well, that's okay. You know, as long as you're moving in the right direction, it doesn't matter because uh, it's, better, it's better that you're going forward and not backwards. And the brother, you know, he didn't really say it, but I know he was feeling it because he didn't have to say it. You could just pick up, you know, the expression in his voice and the disappointment in his heart. And he, his, 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 uh, you know, his word to me was like, well, I was expecting better and, and, you know, I'm just tired of battling this thing. And, and in a sense, what he was trying to say is that he felt forsaken by God. Like, God, where are you? Anybody know what I'm talking about? So I want to minister to you tonight a little bit about feeling this feeling of being forsaken because we all go through it at times. Um, everybody, just about everybody I talk to has an issue, you know, whether it be, you know, an issue with your health or an issue with the family or a personal issue. And, and every one of us, you know, in some way or another is waiting on God for something and wondering, you know, why hasn't this happened yet? Why isn't, how come God hasn't answered me? And sometimes, you know, you almost could feel like God isn't listening to you. But, but I'm here to tell you tonight, God has listened and continues and will always listen to every prayer and every word that you utter in faith. Can I get a better amen than that? So, so I want you to open to the book of Isaiah, chapter 49. And um, I just found a couple of passages of scriptures, and then we'll take off from here. But Isaiah, chapter 49, and um, you're going to find that the, the prophet Isaiah and a lot of the writers in the Bible felt at times forsaken or felt like God wasn't listening to them or felt like David, you know, you read through the Psalms, you read about a man who went through a lot of struggles and a lot of challenges and he cried out to God often, you know, uh, again and again. Now here in the book of Isaiah in chapter 49, um, I want to start at verse 14 and um, it says here, but Zion said, the Lord has forsaken me. Now, you might want to put your name there. Maybe you're here tonight and you feel like God has forsaken you in an area or you don't understand where God is and you're questioning. But the Lord has forsaken me and my Lord has forgotten me. And, and as I said a, a few minutes ago, or, uh, it is sometimes in the walk of a believer uh, possible for us to feel like God has forgotten about me. Like, where are you, Lord? You know, uh, many, 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 many times. But you see, one of the things that I learned about when you feel that way um, you know, one of the things that, let me just go down this, this way for a minute because I feel led of the Lord to say this. Uh, one of the things we have to come to grips with in our lives is that even though we know God can do everything for us, God also has enabled us to do some things for ourselves. And often when we feel forsaken by God or we feel that God has forgotten us, it's not that God has forgotten us, it's that God is really wanting us to do for ourselves what, you know, we're expecting him to do. Does that mean anything to anybody here? You know, sometimes we're waiting for God to do something when God is waiting for us to do something. And if we're not careful, if we're not in tune um, and we're not, we're not on top of things, we're going to get the sense that God has forgotten about me or God has forsaken me. Like, you know, just a simple illustration. This may, please, please forgive my, my simplistic illustrations. But, you know, you're, you're calling on God, waiting on God for a job. And you're in a, like, Lord, well, I need a new job. When am I going to get a new job? And you see, you can pray and you can ask God for, for a job. And, and, and you know, uh, if you don't do something about that yourself, 
like get up and start to look for a job, to start knocking on some doors, uh, you know, develop your skills so that you can become more marketable, you would, you would tend to get this idea that God has forsaken you and God is not listening to you because you haven't gotten a job. Well, the fact of the matter is you're not going to get anything until you start to do something about it. Simplistic, but you understand. You can plug that into any area of your life. You could sit in a hole and say, I don't like being in this hole and I feel like God has forsaken me. But until you get up out of the hole and start to climb your way out, you will forever sit in a hole. Well, God has to get me out of the hole. No, there are a lot of times when you can get yourself out of the hole. <laughs> been, been a few times where I dug myself into a hole and I had to get out of my own hole. But you see, because God wants to make us or God wants us to be strong Believers who can stand on our own faith and stand on our own two feet and to fight. And often, you see, if we're not careful in Christianity, what we're going to make our, 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 instead of helping people to grow to maturity, we're going to keep them babes. Now, we're dependent on God, right? We all, we all know that God is our source and God is our help and God is our strength and, and God is there to, to, do, to do what he uh, said he would do for us. But there are many times when um, God has empowered you to do something for yourself. And often when we feel forsaken, I'm not saying often, but sometimes you can feel forsaken by God because you're waiting for God to do something. That's what I'm trying to say here tonight. You're waiting for God to do something when in fact you have the power to do it for yourself through faith and through trust and through, you know, uh, just whatever it is, taking, taking the challenge or taking the plunge. You can do it for yourself and it's not God forsaking you. Now there are other times where there are things that we can't do for ourselves and we're waiting on God. Well, I found out in times like that when there are things that I cannot do for myself and I'm waiting on God and sometimes waiting so long that I feel forsaken or forgotten. Like, Lord, did you forget that I'm here? Lord, did you forget the prayer that I prayed? Lord, I've been waiting. I found out that a lot of times those particular situations or circumstances in my life were areas where God was trying to teach me, you know, maturity and growth, develop some things in me. One of the things that I found out um, about God's blessings, and I don't know if anybody here has, has experienced this, but um, one of the things that I found out is that before God lays a blessing on you, he really tries to get you prepared for that blessing. Because if he just laid blessing on you without the preparation, you'd mess up the blessing. So I say that to some of you here tonight, that you may feel like God has forsaken you, but really don't allow this time of waiting or this time of, you know, whatever it is, this, this lag, what, what seems to you to be like a spiritual lag or a spiritual holdup. Don't take it that way. Rather learn from this place uh, with expectancy in your heart every day that that which you are believing God for and that which you are seeking from God is going to come to pass because it is. Did you hear what I said? That which you are expecting from God will come to pass. But you can see that it says here, he says, but Zion said, the Lord has forsaken me and my Lord has forgotten me. Verse 15. Now here's the answer to that. All right, I want to give you the answer to those of you that may feel like you've been forgotten by God. You've not been forgotten by God. And it says here, can a woman forget her nursing child? No, no way. Can a woman forget? No, the nursing child is, has need of the mother's uh, milk and breasts. And, and therefore, how can a, how can a woman uh, forget her nursing child. Her child's going to call for the mother because the, the child needs what the mother has. And, and, and uh, not have compassion on the son of her womb? Is that possible? No. Surely they may forget. Surely humans may mess up. Surely humans may forget. But God says, yet I will not forget you. 
I will not forget you. So some of you have been in a state of prayer. Some of you have been in a state of waiting. Some of you have been in a state of seeking God and wondering, God, when is this, ha- when is this breakthrough going to happen in my life? When am I going to get to the next level? When is this blessing going to come? Let me tell you what, the word of the Lord to you is that he has not forgotten you. He has not forgotten you. God knows things that we don't know. Sometimes there are things in the spirit world that have to, you know, be corrected. There are things that have to be done on that side, and there are things that have to be done on this side. Anybody know what I'm talking about? You remember, you remember in the Old Testament when Daniel prayed, and he prayed, and, and the angel came 21 days later and said, Daniel, the moment you prayed, your prayer was heard and it was answered. But the prince of Persia, the enemy, spiritual warfare, the devil held me up 21 days. There was a battle in the spirit realm that held back the answer to your prayer. So let me tell you what. See, sometimes we feel like we've been forsaken. We haven't been forsaken. There are wars going on in the spirit world realm that you and I don't even know about. There are things that are going on behind the scenes that we, we don't have any knowledge of. But the fact of the matter is that every heavenly host that has to break through will break through for you. Your answer will come. So don't ever feel like God has forsaken you. What you have to realize and what you have to understand is that sometimes there's some things that have to be worked out. There are some things that have to be worked out on this side of eternity. Things worked out in our lives. As I said before, sometimes that blessing can't come until you're ready, until you're in the right position. You've got to get in the right position to receive. In every sport in America and all over the world, uh, you have to be in the right position to receive the ball or whatever game you're playing in order to make points and to, and to advance your, your, your team and to win the game. And it's the same way in, the, in, the, in, the spirit, in spiritual things, in the spirit realm. You have to be in the right position to receive that blessing. You have to be at the right place in the right time and, and, and God is organizing and God is doing some things and God is strategically moving things that you and I don't have any knowledge about. So when you feel forsaken of God, you have to remind yourself, can, can God forsake me? No. Will God ever forsake me? No. And, and I like the way he makes the contract. Can a woman forget her nursing child yeah. and, and, and not have compassion on the son of her womb? Can God forget one of his own? Can God forget his sons and his daughters, the ones that he created? Does God not hear the cry of his people? And, and it goes on to say, he says, surely they may forget. Surely humans may forget. Surely, you know, people might, uh, you know, make mistakes and give up on you. But he says, yet I will not forget you. God said, I will not forget you. So right now, you see, as we're in this room and we're preaching the word and we're worshiping God tonight, we're in the presence of the Holy Spirit, there have been prayers that have been lifted. There have been requests that have been lifted. There are some of you that are standing in faith before the Lord. And, and some of you even gotten battle weary and some of you have gotten tired and some of you are almost at the border of quitting and saying, uh, you know, I just don't think this is going to work. I'm never going to get the breakthrough. But God would say to you tonight, he says, he says I have not forgotten you. I know exactly what it is that you need. I know exactly what it is that you want. I know exactly where it is that you need to be. I know everything that you want and desire. And and it is already on my mind. Your prayer has reached up. Your faith is working. Everything is in its place. You just need to be patient and trust me until I can bring this matter to an end or bring it to conclusion or bring it to fruition in your life. And he says, God wants us to be reminded tonight that he, he cannot forget us. He said, I will never forget you. I, will, I, I do not forget and I will never forget you. How can I forget my own sons and my own daughters? So I, I want to I encourage everybody here tonight by the word of the Lord that no matter what it is that you're believing God for. And, and some of us, 
Some of us even have some dead dreams and dead visions that we've allowed to just die. We, we've just allowed it to die. And, and it's time for us to resurrect those things and bring them back to life because we let them die because we maybe waited and waited and we thought, gee, it's never going to come to pass and it's never going to happen. I'm here to tell you tonight that any dream that you desire, any, 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 any blessing that you want, any vision that you have, keep it alive. Keep it filled with faith. Keep it before the Lord. God has not forgotten you. I said God has not forgotten you. God has not. He will bring the desire of your heart to pass. That is the God we serve. And I like verse 16. Again, he says, yet I will not forget you. Now listen, listen to what he says in verse 16. See, I have inscribed you on the palm of my hands. One version says that he put a tattoo of you on his hand. (laughs) He's inscribed you on the palm of his hand. So God, I mean, think about this relationship with the Lord. He knows where we're all at. He knows the struggles that we're having. He knows, he knows all of this, and he has not forsaken us. He will never forsake us. God loves us too much. He will never forsake us. He will never let us go. He will bring to pass all of the things that we are believing for and standing on. And uh, you, you've got to believe this tonight. You've got to renew your faith tonight. You've got to renew your strength tonight. Here, here's something. You've got to relax tonight. There are some folks in this house tonight that you've got to just relax in God. You've got to just kick back and enjoy the presence. Enjoy the ride to where you're going. Because God is going to get you there. He has not forsaken you. He has not forgotten you. No matter what you're thinking and no matter what. And the devil loves to jump on that kind of conversation. Oh, what makes you think that God heard that? Oh, what makes you think that this is going to come to pass? Oh, what makes you think? Oh, you've been been believing for this for so long and there's no hope for you. It's never going to come to pass. And it's never going to happen. And this is just a pipe dream. And come on, anybody know what I'm talking about? It's awfully quiet in this. I don't know if you're, you're, you're sleeping or you're convicted or it's, it's going into your heart. I don't know what's going on, but somebody help me here. Give me a better amen. You know what I'm talking about, right? And the enemy would love to make you think. You see, because when he gets you into a state of thinking that you've been forsaken or forgotten by God, he actually puts distance between you and God. And, and that distance is not on God's part, it's on our part. Remember, because the word says, you draw near to me and I will draw near to you. And sometimes when we feel forsaken, when we feel forgotten by God, um, it, it, and the devil loves to jump on that kind of thinking. Uh, and what it does is it makes us feel more strange and it pushes us further away. But I'm going to tell you what, tonight we've got to renew our strength and renew our faith and stand up and de- decide and declare that I am not forgotten. About, I don't care how long I've been waiting for this thing. I don't, know how, I don't care how long it's been that I've been believing. I don't care how long it's that I've been confessing. I don't care how long it's that I've had my faith on it. You may feel tired. You may feel weary. You may feel like quitting. You may feel like giving up. I'm going to tell you what, take a break, but don't quit. Because God has not forsaken you and God has not forgotten about you. Even though you may feel it, even though the devil may be trying to talk you into it, maybe there are people around you that are trying to talk you into it. How could you believe this stuff? Look, look, nothing's ever getting better. Let me tell you what, just when you think that it's over, just when you think it's, you, you cannot walk another step, let me tell you what, tomorrow could be the day that you walk over the threshold to the other side of blessing. Tomorrow could be the day that you turn the corner and find yourself on blessing highway. You're on trial trail today, but tomorrow you could be on Blessing Highway. Miracle Mountain. (laughs) You put whatever you want to put on it. 
so we must fight these thoughts sometimes that want to come our way that we feel, you know, the devil just says, he says, I, I've inscribed you on the palm of my hand. That's how closely, that's how close we are to God. That's how, how, how much God thinks about us that we are inscribed on the palm of his hand. I love that verse. Does that give you some encouragement tonight? I love that. Go over to Isaiah chapter 44. There's another verse of scripture here. And in verse 21, um, short verse. Let me just see something here. There was another, there was another verse here in... Um, Go back, to, go back to Isaiah 50 for a minute. Just go to Isaiah 50, verse 7. I want to encourage you with this. Sometimes when you feel forsaken, you know, the pressure comes on and you feel like, you know, you're going to go down the tubes. Listen to what Isaiah 57 says. For the Lord God will help me, verse 7. Therefore, I will not be disgraced. Oh, did anybody hear what I said? I will not be disgraced. Say it, I will not be disgraced. In other words, what you're believing God for is going to come to pass. There are others that are looking at you and they know your faith and they know that you're standing uh, on God's word and that you are a believer and you're trusting God for everything in your life. And, and, and there may be just a little bit of cynicism coming from them toward you like, yeah, right, that's really going to happen. Yeah, sure. Come on, I've been there. Come on. Look at you, you're, you're believing God and look at where you are. Ha, ha, ha. You're believing God and standing on the word. You love Jesus and you, yeah, and look at, look at what's going on in your life. Ha, ha, ha. My word says, therefore, you will not be disgraced because God has not forsaken you. God has not turned his back on you. God will never disgrace you. God will never allow you. He says, for the Lord God will help me. Say, the Lord God will help me. And therefore, I will not be disgraced. Everything I do, God is helping me. Everywhere I go, God is with me. Every battle I fight, God is there with me. Every, every, every breakthrough that I've got to get through, God is right there to help me to the other side. God has not forsaken you. God has not forgotten about you. Sometimes you may feel like that, but he has not forgotten you. He knows the cry of your heart. He knows every prayer you uttered. He knows every bit of faith that you have expressed towards him, and he has in his mind to answer you. So he says, therefore, I will not be disgraced. Therefore, I have set my face like a flint. In other words, you got to just put your face, you know, flint, flint is, is a rock, and that's how you take, a, you take a steel piece and you strike it against flint. Years ago when we were a kid, they used to sell that a little, I don't know if you remember, a little flint rock and a steel thing and used to try to make a, remember that? You remember that? Who is, you know, kids today don't know that. You have lighters and you have all kinds of things that explode and blow up. We had, we had these little rocks and a little piece of steel and we used to go around and try to make fires out of the leaves in, in the woods. A amen? Sometimes we did it. And we had to call the fire department to put it out. A couple of times my friends and I started some big fires in the neighborhood. But he, he says, um, he says, I will not be ashamed. He said, I, I, I'm sorry. He says, I must set my face like a flint and I know that I will not be ashamed. So therefore he said, I will not be disgraced and I know I will not be ashamed. Say, I will not be disgraced and I will not be ashamed. Why? Because you know that the Lord God is your help. Say, the Lord God is my help. Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. 
If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. If you simply want to sow a gift into the work of the MTC radio ministry, go to livingwordchurch.org and and click on the Give Online Radio Ministry tab. Or send your check to MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Pastor Ray invites you to visit Living Word Church in person or via their weekly live stream broadcast Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. But before we go, here's a final word from Pastor Ray. This is Pastor Ray Hegistilianos. It's always a privilege to share the life-saving, life-changing Word of God with you, our listeners. And today, as always, I trust that these messages are impacting your life in a very positive way. Remember that as life's challenges come, we are more than conquerors. This has been More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray Hegistilianos and is provided by Living Word Christian Church, White Plains, New York.